This is Liz Watt, and you're listening to the Bring the Light podcast, episode number four. I want to welcome you to the Bring the Light podcast, where each of us have a light within us waiting to be shared with the world. Everything we do in this life either increases or diminishes this light. As we become more aware, the light becomes our ultimate guidance towards emotional, physical, and spiritual needs. Together, let's take a journey and bring your light to the world. Hi everyone. So when I did this podcast last week, I decided that I actually wanted to split it up into two sections because I this last this last topic that I wanted to talk about I wanted to really go more into depth about it, and I didn't want to have to cut myself short. It gives you time to think about things a little bit longer and incorporate what it is that you need to do and change in your life. So last week we talked about different ways that we can fill the light, increase or decrease in, in us. And I gave you a couple of things you could do with how to do that and some assignments to take home such as being in nature and seeing how that can totally increase your light also when you're driving being able to look at different ways that looking at things in a different light really like seeing things as they are new like you've this is the first time you've experienced it Another way was to be able to breathe deeply and move your body and you can feel the energy that goes around with you. Now with this next, with this week, what I really wanted to talk about is relationships because relationships are huge. Relationships are one of the hardest obstacles that we will ever have to encounter because we are dealing with people every day. Everything we do, we are dealing with people. And if we do not have people in our lives, then we are not healthy. We need to be able to figure out how we can create these healthy relationships with people so it uplifts us and those people that we are around. When I look at my life, there is a lot of different relationships that have brought good things and really hard things into my life. There are some that have filled me up and there are some that I feel like has just sucked everything out of me. I wanted to talk about probably three of my different relationships and how I was able to be able to use a certain technique to help me get through our relationships And really what it comes down to is that I am the one that needs to change. And so I wanted to give you these tools so they can help you to be able to have a better relationships. So I want you to go through these relationships and so you can see how to address each of them. You know, I want you to ask yourself, who do you want to spend more time with? You know, there's a saying that that says, you know, we are a compilation of the top five people that we hang out with. And, you know, think about it, though. If you're with good, inspiring people, then you want to be good and inspiring to others. If you're with people that are constantly just pulling you down, 
then you don't really have that desire to go out and help and serve others and to be good in this world. So, you know, I know that that's kind of a saying that's like tossed around a lot, but if you think about it, it's actually probably pretty true. So, you know, who do you want to spend more time with and who, what are some relationships that you struggle with more? Now, it's easy to say, you know, oh, yeah, just walk away. And that's what a lot of people say. If they're not serving you, then just walk away. You know, sometimes you can just walk away from people, but most of the time you can't. I mean, these are relationships that you struggle with that you you can't walk away with. It might be a sibling. It might be a parent. It might even be your spouse. And these are things that you really don't want to walk away from. So when it comes down to is that something has to change. And, you know, it might not be them. It just might be you. You are not responsible for other people's thoughts and actions. You are only responsible for your thoughts and your actions. So you need to learn to change and not them. So what do we need to do? You know, I use the analogy of Christ walking with the sinners. Christ did not only walk with the righteous, but he also walked along with the sinners. He did not take upon the characteristics of the sinners, but he was there to love, teach, serve, and show compassion. He knew their worth and he knew their potential. He knew that they were a child of God. He had a deep understanding of the burdens that they each carried. Although he loved them dearly though, he did not take upon their characteristics. So when we're thinking about a relationship, and especially these relationships that we cannot walk away with, a walk away from, I'm not telling you to walk away from them. But what I am doing is, is allowing you to look at this relationship in a different light so that you can get to a point where you show love and compassion towards them. The first thing that you need to do is we need to detach ourselves from the emotions that we carry towards this person. Now that might sound a little different, but what it comes down to is what they say or do or act like cannot affect us. We have to realize that they have their free agency just like we have our free agency. But just because of the things they do does not mean that you cannot continue to love them. But loving them does not mean that you also have to compromise yourself. So that is why we need to detach ourselves from that emotion, realizing that yes, we can still love them and we can still be supportive and, you know, all of these things. But what they do, their actions that they do should not bring us down. So that is what I mean by we need to detach ourselves from the emotions. When we have a best friend, we have a really close connection to them. 
And then if we see somebody that is walking down the street and they might look like our friend, but they're not our friend, you know, think about that emotion that we have that's, that's there. It's like, yeah, you, um, you see them there, you, you'll smile at them or something, but what they say or do really doesn't affect you. And that's what I'm talking about. We have this best friend that everything they say and do really affects us. But then we see somebody else is walking down the street and we can be kind, but what they say and do doesn't affect us. That is what I'm talking about is that they just need to be kind of like one of those people that are walking down the street that you can love and smile at and um, cheer them on with some things. But what they say and do is not going to affect you. So next, what I want you to do is I want you to create a story in your head that shows love and compassion. The story can be real or it can be completely made up. You know, that is up to you. However, you want to be able to get to that place to be able to show love and compassion because that is the main goal that we want to go to is we just want to feel that love and compassion for this person and what they are experiencing. I sometimes have fun with this and um, sometimes I might even take it to the, sh- to the extreme. Remember, no one else needs to know this story but you. But my main goal is to get to a place where I have that love and compassion for this person so that my heart can change and because I want to show love to this other person. But my main goal is to get to a place where you show love and compassion, a place where your heart even hurts for them because you have so much love. I hate to tell stories of my current situation when others I love are involved. I don't want others to feel uncomfortable because of the stories I have told. But because I think this is such a great example and the situation that I had to have a change of heart, I think that it probably is one of the best situations that I can think of that I really had to take this journey, like I said, to change my heart so that I can love somebody that was really, that, you know, was hard for me. Um, I have a brother-in-law that's kind of a little different, you know, sometimes we really kind of struggle with him. I actually met him um, before my sister-in-law did and he attended the church that I was at and I would run into him at the hall in the halls and he would just talk to me for hours about um, how to parent my children and constantly giving me um, advice and and it was just kind of hard because I got to the point to where I really didn't want to see him in the hall anymore. I didn't want to have those conversations with him anymore. It just kind of got to the point where it was just really uncomfortable. So you can only imagine what I felt like when I found out that my sister-in-law was dating him and that they were going to get married. I had a lot of emotions that were not good and I'm embarrassed to even admit it, but it was really hard on me. On on me. Not that I said much, but the thoughts that I had that were running through my head. When I started to learn about this technique and the importance of it, 
I knew that it would probably be best to start with this relationship. This was a relationship I couldn't walk away from. My husband's family gets together often, and I realized that even though I might have these thoughts, I, he was never going to change. And if I wanted to have a different relationship, then I needed to first change me. It was not his problem, but it was mine. I started to think of him different. I began to look at him as having this disability. So I started to notice all of the good in his life, how he was managing his life with this disability. His disability did not stop him from creating this wonderful life. He had a job that he had for many years. He has children um, that he was really concerned about. He He takes really good care of his elderly father. He was married. He owned a house. I started to notice all the good he was doing, even though he had this disability, he had really thrived. I imagined like how Heavenly Father was so proud of him and how before he came here, he told him that he was going to have challenges, but that he trusted him enough that he would be able to handle it. Others would not understand him, but he would always have faith in him. I saw how he loved my sister-in-law and how he made her happy. I got to the point where my heart actually hurt for him full of compassion and love. I began to love him for who he was and not what I expected him or wanted him to be. So now when he does something a little different, my mind, instead of judging him, now goes to a place of compassion because he is in a safe place where he can be without judgment. He did not change, but I was the one that changed. The next relationship I wanted to talk to you about was with my brother. You know, I come from a family. There's actually 14 kids in our family, and so that's a huge dynamic My younger brother, he has actually really struggled a lot with depression, drugs, alcohol, um, being in jail, different things that has come into his life that has really made it really hard for him. And I was really struggling to love him because of the choices that were going on in his life. But It wasn't like I really wanted to walk away from him, but I couldn't have these type of things in my life and around my kids and my family and stuff. So I had to make a choice. Now, I did choose to semi-walk away because I could not have that in my life. I was in a place in my life where I constantly felt like I was being torn down and I could not handle this anymore. So I did have to learn to love him at a distance and I had to set my boundaries with him because I could not have this kind of behavior in my life. But what I did tell him is that I would do all that I could do and that was to pray for him. You know, I really wish that he could be a part of my life right now. 
but I could not have it for the safety of me and my family. But what I did to gain that love back because of all the hard things that I'd gone through, it was getting to the point where I just did not like him anymore, is that I started to look at him from a different perspective and think about how hard it would be to live a life like that. You know, how hard it would be to not have any stability in your life, to not have a place that you could feel successful in and to feel and how hard it would be to feel like it's really hard to accomplish things and feel good about yourself and so I started to see kind of you know where he was coming from and I needed to do what I needed to do to help him but at this point all I can do is pray for him until he's able to get the help that he needs. And as soon as he's able to get the help that he needs, then I will continue our relationship. But as for right now, I did have to set that boundary and I did kind of have to walk away. Last relationship I wanted to talk to you about was one of my friend's relationships. I had a, a girlfriend that I was really close with and um, a close family family friend because our kids really like to play a lot with each other. And I, there was a situation that happened that really hurt my feelings and I really did not want to be friends with her anymore. I didn't want to have to go down that road again. Like I said, I didn't really want to take the time and effort but this relationship was really important to my kids and so I really didn't want to walk away because how important this relationship was to my kids so I decided that I needed to start looking at the situation a little bit differently if I wanted to be able to continue this relationship so I pulled myself back out of it and I started to create a story of what happened. I started to say, you know, I started to look at the situation and be like, okay, well, the reason why this happened is because she had miscommunication about this. And the reason why this happened is because she didn't quite understand the whole story and that she might be very quick for a response but that's because of some hurtful things that she was going through and some maybe some insecurities that she was struggling with now do i know the whole backside story of this no i don't know the whole story but what i did is i put my own mind at ease about what the possibilities could be so that I can get to that point of showing love and compassion. And so as the time went on, yes, there was other instances that came up, but I was able to pull myself back and look at these situations a little bit differently so that I could show her more love and compassion as she was going through maybe some really hard things in her life. And that is why she reacted this way. So I hope this has helped you to be able to look at your relationships a little bit different. Try it out. See what kind of stories you can create within you to help you show more love and compassion to those around you. 
You know, we are really blessed to have these relationships in our lives. And sometimes it's not them that needs to change, but it's us that needs to change. So remember, you are important, you are needed, and you are loved. Thanks for listening to the Bring the Light podcast. Please like and share this podcast with those who want to make this world a beacon of light. Our search for light increases when we recognize when it shines in our lives. Remember, you hold the power within. It is your time to shine and make this world a brighter place. Thank you.